Hallelujah. Uh, so we started uh, talking about our seat at the table. Uh, when we began uh, this series, we, we remember the first person that we looked at in the Bible. The prodigal son. Amen. Come on, say the prodigal son. Amen. And who's the second person that we looked at? Mephibosheth. Amen. So last week we were looking at Mephibosheth. Amen. Hallelujah. And we said the first uh, person that we looked at was the prodigal son. Amen. And we said the prodigal son went to his father and said to his father, Daddy, I need everything that belongs to me. Hallelujah. Then the father said, you can have your inheritance. Amen. And he was given everything that was his. And we said that was, that was not the, the issue. That was not the problem. Hallelujah. Even though he was not patient to wait for the allotted time, but we know one thing. Hallelujah. That the father had something in, in reserve or something in store or something in abundance that was stored for the son. Amen. Amen. Because when the son went to the father, the father was say, say, said, okay, half of what I have belongs to you. Amen. So which means there was something in the kingdom of the father that belongs to the son. Amen. Hallelujah. Say there is something that belongs to me. Hallelujah. There is something that belongs to you also in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. When you come to the table, the table will not be empty. When you come to the table, there is a meal that's ready for you to eat. Amen. There is a feast that's ready for you to partake. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we said the prodigal son said, Father, give me everything that belongs to me. And he was given. But one thing that we are told is that the prodigal son went away from the father. Hallelujah. Amen. And we said the separation that took place between the father and the son caused the son to fall into jeopardy. Amen. The son found himself in precarious situations. Hallelujah. He found himself begging and eating what the, the, the swine was eating. Hallelujah. He was eating the pods that the, uh, that the swine, the pigs were eating. Hallelujah. Then one day my Bible tells me that the son came back to where? To his senses. Hallelujah. Say, so came back to his senses. And he said, let me return to my father's house. Because in my father's house, even the servants are eating good food. They are not eating with the swine. There is something wonderful. They eat good food and they are filled. Hallelujah. Amen. But we said he had found himself in the position that he was because of the acts of his own doing. Hallelujah. We said he, this was the orchestration of his hands. Hallelujah. He, he had gone away from the father. Therefore, he found himself in chaos. And we said, when you go away from the Father, hallelujah, you will find, you find yourself in chaos. Because you, are, you have gone away from the covering and the protection of the, of the Father, hallelujah. He found himself suffering. He's, he was suffering these consequences of his action, hallelujah. But when he said, let me return to my Father, the word of God tells me that the Father was looking at the rod to see if his son was returning. And when he saw him coming, he identified him and says, there is my, my son. Hallelujah. The father left what he was doing and he ran to the son to welcome him. He embraced him. Hallelujah. He took the garment that he, that he had and he, he, he clothed his, his son with the garment and he took a ring of sonship and said, you are my son. Though he had gone away, but I want to tell you your position is secure in me. Hallelujah. Come on, say, my position is secure. 
Hallelujah. Though your, your situations or your circumstances might dictate otherwise, but when you are in God, your position as a son is always secure. Hallelujah. Though you might be in jeopardy, but your position in God remains constant. You are a son. Hallelujah. The father saw his son and he ran to him. He embraced him and said, son, welcome back home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are welcome home this morning. Hallelujah. When we went back to him, he welcomed us and he said, come as you are. Hallelujah. Then we, we, we said that uh, it is sin that has separated us from the love of God. Because the Bible says, uh, uh, your sin, the hand of the Lord is not short to where he cannot serve. No, his ears heavy to where he cannot hear our prayers. But iniquity and sins have separated us from the love of God. Hallelujah. This son had gone and he, the word of God, when you read that scripture, it tells us the kind of life that he was living. Hallelujah. That he was living in debauchery. He was living in sin. Hallelujah. Then he therefore found himself suffering the consequences of sin. Hallelujah. This was the first person we looked at. Hallelujah. The prodigal son. Then last week, we're looking at another man called Mephibosheth. Hallelujah. And we said the distinction between the two is that with Mephibosheth, he was suffering not because of anything he had done, but he was suffering because of what his parents had done. Hallelujah. The choices of his grandfather Saul had come to haunt him. Hallelujah. Because when Saul and Jonathan fell in battle, that day a servant or a maid servant that was in charge of taking care of Mephibosheth, when she was trying to flee, the word of God says she dropped Mephibosheth and he became crippled. And we said in life, there are times you become, you become crippled, not because of the things you have done, but because you are suffering the consequences of your, of your forefathers. And we said the human race, all, you, all the human race is suffering, hallelujah, because of the actions of Adam and Eve. Hallelujah. Adam and Eve chose to disobey God in the garden. Therefore, sin became uh, our nature. Hallelujah. Then, therefore, we were subjected to the sinful nature. We now have a propensity or a proclivity to sin. We have uh, an inclination to do that which is wrong. Paul says, I, I know the good that I ought to do, but I find myself not doing that which I want to do. Right? Because there was a sin nature that had uh, that, that, that he had inherited from the actions of Adam and Eve. When we looked at Mephibosheth, we said he fell and he was crippled. The human race fell and we were all crippled. You and I, we are born crippled. We are crippled by sin. Hallelujah. Uh, one time I was given an example of my daughter, uh, uh, Maita. One day I had put them to sleep in their room. Then I closed the door. Then when I went downstairs, I heard people talking upstairs. I was like, what's going on? I, I thought I switched off the light, but I still hear people talking upstairs, what's going on? So I said, let me go and check. Hallelujah. I went upstairs. The moment I opened the door, as small as she is, she was holding an iPad in her hand. She threw it on the side of the, of, of the bed and pretended like she was sleeping. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't think she has ever seen anyone doing that, but there is something that she's born with. Hallelujah. There is a tendency or a proclivity to do that which is wrong. Hallelujah. It's not something that she has done, but it's something she's born of. Hallelujah. And we said Mephibosheth was born as an, a, a, a grandson to, to, Solo, to, to, to Saul, a son to Jonathan, a friend of David. But because of the actions, right, of his grandfather, he found himself crippled. 
And we said he found himself at the backside of the desert in a place called Lodiba, which is a place of barrenness, right? A place where nothing would grow. Hallelujah. How often we find ourselves in a place where nothing is growing, though we are laboring because of the actions of our, of our, of our forefather Adam and Eve. Though they are plant, he was trying to plant seed, but the land refused to, re- to receive seed. He would water that ground and nothing would come out. Hallelujah. And we said there are times in life you plant something and you water it and still nothing is coming. Hallelujah. But we said there was a covenant that he was unaware of. A covenant that had been made between his father, uh, Jonathan, and his friend David, who had become the king. Hallelujah. Though this covenant was made way before, uh, uh, way before even uh, Mephibosheth was born, but we found himself, we found him living in poverty. Why? Because he was unaware of what he was given. He was unaware of the covenant that existed between, uh, between uh, Jonathan and David. Hallelujah. As children, the word of God says, my people what? Suffer, right? Because of what? Of lack of knowledge. Yeah, you can be in the kingdom of God and and deprived of what God has given you because you are ignorant. Mm. Ignorant can can sometimes, uh, there are times you can be ignorant of something and say, okay, you know what, I'm ignorant of this, then uh, it doesn't really affect you. I I heard a story about a man that bought a ticket uh, on this ferry to go uh, to come to America, right? So he was he wanted to come from England and come to to America. So he saved his uh, his his fortune. He worked hard and he, he purchased this ticket to go to the other side to come to the land of opportunity. Amen. Then when he then he got into the ship, right? When he got into the ship, uh, he went straight into his room. He closed the door, right? Then this was a several days journey. After the journey, so he was in there, he could not afford, he, he had spent everything he had just to buy the ticket. He had no money uh, to, 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 to buy extra meals or anything. Then when he got to, the, to America, when he got to the, uh, to the shows, then the captain went to him and said, all this time we never saw you coming to eat with the others. Then he said, I didn't have money to purchase food. Then the captain said to him, no, no, no. The moment you bought the ticket, your meals were included, Right? But he had suffered because of ignorance. Hallelujah. In this case, it's a case where a man had suffered because of ignorance and still he was able to save his life. He he still maintained his life. But there are also certain times when ignorance can can cause you to die. (laughs) Hallelujah. If if someone comes, let's say, from a a place where they've never seen a a, a traffic light, for example, then they come to the the, uh, crosswalk. They want to cross. And the traffic light says red, right? They've never been exposed to a traffic light before. So when the traffic light goes red, to them, it's, it means nothing, right? Because nobody has exposed them or taught them that red means stop, green means go, right? right? Then they will say, okay, let me now cross the road, right? Without paying attention to what it means or without knowing what the signal means. Then as they start walking on red, a car comes and it hits them. And they die immediately. Ignorance is not excused there. Ignorance has caused them to die. Hallelujah. Walk with me, it's going to be good. I'm just laying the background for where we are going. Right? So they died because of ignorance. The other man was fortunate. 
But we know that he had to suffer. He had to go on a hunger strike. Hallelujah. He suffered even. He didn't know that the, the ticket he had bought included everything. Hallelujah. So it is in the kingdom of God. If we don't know what Christ did for us, we will suffer without knowing that Christ is saying there is provision for you at the table. Amen. Hallelujah. You will suffer, you, you go without, without knowing that Christ has done everything to provision for you. Yes, Hallelujah. So ignorance is not an excuse there. My people perish because of a lack of knowledge, says the word of God. Hallelujah. It is my desire this morning uh, that as we are looking at the word of God, every Sunday when we come in and we examine the word of God, that we'll be elevated from a place of ignorance to a place of revelation. Amen. Because it is the revelation that will lose you to a place of destiny. Hallelujah. It is revelation that will kind of put you to what God has given you. Amen. It is revelation that will place you at the table with kings. Hallelujah. Mephibosheth was taken from the backside of the desert and he was set there on the table and he began to eat with David. Hallelujah. He, once, he said to David, I am a dog. How can I sit at this table? But he didn't understand the provisions of the covenant that existed between uh, his, his father, Jonathan and David. Hallelujah. The provision said, no harm will come to the house of Saul because of Jonathan. Hallelujah. The, the covenant said because of this covenant, there will always be provision for the house of Saul because of the covenant that was between David and Jonathan. Hallelujah. Now there is a greater covenant that exists this morning. It is a covenant that exists between you and I. Hallelujah. Between God and Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We heard the word of God saying, David saying to Ziba, is there anyone left of the house of Saul? Hallelujah. That I may show favor because of my Friendship that I had with Jonathan. For Jonathan's sake, who shall I show favor? Hallelujah. The Lord is saying this morning, who shall I show favor? Because of my only begotten son, whom I'm well pleased with. Christ's death will be in vain if we don't understand the provisions of the cross. Hallelujah. Christ's death will be in vain if we don't understand the fullness of what he did on Calvary. When he said, Father, it is finished. Hallelujah. What did he mean? What was finished? Hallelujah. What was the, what was the necessity of his death? Hallelujah. The word of God says, and Christ said to the Father, you have not delighted in the sacrifices of bulls and animals, but you prepared a body for me. Amen. Hallelujah. So Christ came in the form of a man, in the nature of the seed of, Ab of, of Abraham. But I want to tell you, Christ's humility to come and become like man will be in vain if you and I don't understand the provisions of what he came to do. We have to understand fully what Christ did for us when he was in the garden of Gethsemane. We have to understand what Christ was doing when he was going up Golgotha, carrying his cross. We have to understand what it means when Christ stretched out his hands on the cross and they peered his hands. We have to come to the full understanding of what everything means to us. Otherwise, we'll be like those that bought the tickets. Hallelujah. 
They bought the ticket to go to a place of, of promise. Then just went there. You will make it to heaven because you are a child of God. <laughs> you will make it. Yes. You will make it on that day when the trumpet sounds. You will be there. Hallelujah. But, I, but when I get there, I don't just want to make it. The word of God says some will make it as if snatched from what? From fire. They will be smelling like smoke because they just made it. Hallelujah. They barely made it. But I don't want to barely make it. Hallelujah. Because listen, the word of God says we have a cloud of witnesses. In heaven. Hallelujah. In one occasion, I'm told that uh, when, 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 when uh, a, a man called Lazarus, a poor Lazarus, had died, the word of God says he was sitting at the bosom of, of Abraham. I believe they were having conversations there. And Abraham was saying, you see, God called me out of a, a, a land uh, of my fathers and says to me, go to a place that I will show you. <laughs> then I looked and I said, God, where is this place? And I said, I don't know this place you are leading me, but if you say for me to go, I'll go. Right? He is talking about exploits. Hallelujah. Then he said, then when we got to that place, the Lord said to me, I'm going to change your name. Though you are Abraham, I'm going to call you Abraham because you are going to be a father of nations. Then Abraham will say, then I thought because he has promised everything was going to come easy. But as I looked at myself and I looked and I was almost, I was 90 years old and no baby. But the Lord had promised. It's Abraham talking to Lazarus. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he's saying, now, Lazarus, you see, then at that time, I had to believe in God. <laughs> I had to trust in God. The word of God says, against all hope, Abraham believed God. When circumstances said it could not be done, Abraham believed God. Then Abraham would say, you see, then I believed in him. And I trusted in him. Then Lazarus is saying, sure. She was speaking. Hallelujah. Uh, but when I get there, I want to have a tale to tell. Hallelujah. I want to have a story to tell. I want to talk of exploits that I did on the face of the earth. I don't want to barely make it. I want to make it and have a testimony. I want to make it and have a story, a story to tell. Hallelujah. He made it to heaven. Hallelujah. But Abraham and them had stories to tell. And so, and Paul will come and say, you see, I used to go about persecuting Christians. Then one day as I was going to Damascus, and I left all these letters that had commissioned me to arrest every Christian, every person that calls upon the name of the Lord. But on my way to Damascus, something happened. Hallelujah. A light came, and I saw, and I heard a voice speaking, and said, so, why do you persecute me? You are yet to see the things you are supposed to suffer for the kingdom and Paul would say from that time onwards I said this God who shines brighter than the sun should be my God hallelujah the provisions of the cross hallelujah I don't want to barely make it I want to make it and have a story to tell I want to make it and have a testimony I want to make it and make it with credentials hallelujah I want to make it and when I get to heaven I want the Lord to say to me well done good and faithful servant you have fought the good fight you have done well hallelujah I want to make it and I want to make it with high credentials 
when they call generals for the kingdom of God, I want to be called amongst them. When they call those that gave their life for the gospel, I want to be called among those. When they call those that were that took that, that, that took advantage of everything that Christ did, I want to be among them and say, Christ, the psalmist says, the Lord said to me, seek, with, seek me with all your heart. And David said, when the Lord said to me, I say to myself, seek the Lord, oh my soul. Hallelujah. I want to say to the Lord, when you said your provision for me, I say to myself, you are provided for. Hallelujah. 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 You have a seat at the table. And this is not a pauper's table. You have a seat at the table. And this is not a poor man's table. When you come to this table, every form, you can, you can start from orders. You can, come, you can start uh, from appetizers. There are appetizers at this table. When you come to this table, there is a full course meal that's ready for you. When you come to this table, there, are even, uh, there is even dessert at this table. Hallelujah. Because my God is not a poor God. My God is a rich God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Am I ministering to somebody this morning? Hallelujah. Celebrate your table. Celebrate your table. Say, Lord, I thank you for my table. Celebrate your table. Say, Lord, I exalt you for my table. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be to the Lord. When Paul had comprehended this, my Bible says, he said, Blessed be the Lord and Savior of our Lord Jesus Christ. My God, my God. When Paul had comprehended the fullness of what Christ had come to do, he said, blessed be his name. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. In the garden, let me not get carried away. Let's get to today's message. Amen. Hallelujah. You have a place at the table. Hallelujah. You have a place at the table. You have a place this morning. Your table has been set and there are servants that wait upon you, my God. Amen. The word of God says he makes his angels, what? Ministering spirits. And his servants a flame of fire. Hallelujah. Angels are waiting upon your table. Hallelujah. Do you know who you are in the kingdom of God? Angels wait upon you. Angels run to and from getting what is necessary for your provision, for you to eat a balanced diet as you sit at the table. My God, thank you for angels this morning. There are angels in this place. Father, thank you for angels that surround this sanctuary. Hallelujah. Ah, Say, Lord, open my eyes that I might see that they that are for us are greater than they that are against us. Hallelujah. My God, I praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We praise the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. So we, as we were looking at our place at the table, what it caused, so we say the, the ultimate thing that it caused the deprivation of man or to find man in the place that he is was because of man's disobedience in the Garden of Eden. 
in the Garden of Eden there, we find Adam and Eve choosing to disobey God. Their willpower, <laughs> they did not have the will to say no to the devil. Hallelujah. The word of God says the woman was tempted, but was deceived. But Adam gave up or abdicated his place, his authority in God willingly. Hallelujah. Then the word of God says, now if so much condemnation came to the world through the disobedience of one man, how much more the blessing that will come through the obedience of another whose name is Christ Jesus. So in the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter 3, let's turn our Bibles there real quick. Hallelujah. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord had made and said to the woman, as God indeed says, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you, shall, you will surely not die. For God knows that in the day you eat of, of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew they were naked. Hallelujah. They sawed fig trees together and made them, themselves a covering. Hallelujah. They took leaves and they covered themselves. Hallelujah. But they still hid from God because leaves could not suffice. To restore them to God. But God knew what it would take to restore them to a place of covering. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord called to Adam and said to him, where are you? Hallelujah. And we said the Lord took the initiative to look for us, to seek us out. For Christ came to what? To seek and to save that which was lost. So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten, hallelujah, from the tree of, of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Have you done that which I told you not to do? Hallelujah. That's what the Lord is asking. Then the man said, the woman whom you gave with me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? And the woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. And the Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than all every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I'll put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain you will bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. Then to Adam he said, because, hallelujah, you hid the voice of your wife and have, and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you saying you shall not eat. Cursed is the ground, hallelujah, for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. 
and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face shall you eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you shall return. Hallelujah. So we see a curse coming upon mankind because of the disobedience of man. Hallelujah. So the word of God has just told us that um, it tells us that Adam was the, the first man, Adam, disobeyed God. Therefore, a curse came to the world. Now, the word of God will go on to tell us that, express to us the blessing that will come to us because of the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. Now, Christ had to suffer to restore us to the place that Adam and Eve had abdicated or the, the place that Adam and Eve had given up. Hallelujah. So, because Adam fell in the garden, Christ is going to also find his garden. Hallelujah. So, in the garden of Gethsemane, we find Christ. Hallelujah. On the day before he was crucified, my Bible tells me that he began to sweat. Sweat that seemed like what? Like drops of blood. He was travailing in the garden. Hallelujah. He was traveling in the garden. But as he was traveling, there is something that he communicates with the Father. He says, Father, I understand the cup that is before me. Lord, if it is possible, let this cup pass me by. Hallelujah. Not my will, but your will be what? Be done. Hallelujah. So here is a man that's saying to the Father, I'm subjecting my will to your will. Amen. Are we together so far? He's saying, I'm subjecting my will to your will. Though I would have willed to do otherwise, but you will for me to go to the cross and give my life as a sacrifice. Therefore, Lord, I'm subjecting myself to your will. Hallelujah. The willpower of Adam and Eve had been broken in the garden when they subjected themselves to the voice of the devil. But I want to tell you in the New Testament, when Christ came to die for us in the garden, he gave you and I the willpower to be able to resist the suggestion of sin. He gave you the willpower to be able to say no to sin. He gave you the willpower to be able to say yes to the will of the Lord and no to the things of this world. Romans chapter 8 says, uh, let's, let's look at it real quick. Romans chapter 8 from verse 1. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 from verse 1. Therefore there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Why? Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Hallelujah. Adam and Eve, they desired to satisfy their flesh in the garden. Hallelujah. But we are hearing this, the word of God saying, there is now no condemnation for you and I. Because we are led not by what? By flesh. Hallelujah. But we do that which the, which the Spirit wills for us to do. The word of God says the Lord is seeking for those that worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. That obey the voice of the Spirit. That listen to the dictates of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Flesh cannot do that. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus made me free. Hallelujah. For the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that was weak through the flesh, God did. Hallelujah. 
what the flesh could not do, the flesh could not resist sin. But God said, you know what? I'm sending a son, the patent son. His name is Jesus. And when he got to the garden, the word of God says, Lord, my flesh is, is dreading the agony that I have to go through. But Lord, not my will, but your will. Hallelujah. You have the ability to resist the devil. The word of God says resist the what? The devil and you what? He will flee from you. Hallelujah. The devil has nothing in you. Christ one time says the prince of this world is coming. But he has what? He has nothing in me. Hallelujah. There is no claim of his in me. Because I was bought. My willpower. I have the willpower to resist the devil. No suggestion of his will come through my ears because I will say to the devil, leave the devil, I rebuke you. Hallelujah. I will say, Satan, I rebuke you. I have authority. I remind you your place is under my feet. You, I have authority over you. You have the power to stand in the face of trials and temptations. Christ was tempted in the garden. Hallelujah. The flesh could have easily given in. Then today would have been telling a different story. Hallelujah. We might not be here anyway. Because the thief comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But he came to give us life. Hallelujah. We have life because there is a man in the garden that says, Lord, let your will be done. Hallelujah. Christ gave you the willpower. Hallelujah. You, you cannot just fall into sin anymore. Hallelujah. You have the ability to withstand sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of God says when you face diverse temptations, know that there is nothing that you are facing that is not as such as common to what? To man. Hallelujah. The word of God says he is a faithful high priest who was tried in all things and found without sin so that he can help those that trust in him. He, has, he, he, he withstood so that he can be a sufficient help for you. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, clap hands for Jesus this morning. Say, Jesus, you are God. Come on, clap hands for Jesus. Say, Lord, I have the willpower to withstand the devil. Hallelujah. You have the willpower to withstand the devil. Luke chapter 22, verse 44. Hallelujah. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Hallelujah. This morning we are looking at seven places that Christ Jesus shed his blood. In the garden of Gethsemane, that was the place where men lost authority because his willpower was weak to resist the devil. So Christ goes back to a garden and says, in the garden, I will restore willpower to men to be able to withstand the devil. Hallelujah. And he says, Father, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Not my will, but your will. Amen. Hallelujah. So you have the willpower. You can withstand the devil. Hallelujah. You have the willpower. Hallelujah. You can will yourself and say, you know what? I'm not going to dwell in Lodiba anymore. I will to go to what God has given me. I will to go to my table that he has prepared for me. The son came back to his senses. In other words, he got his willpower and says, I'm going back to my father. Hallelujah. Gain your willpower this morning. Retrieve your willpower this morning and say, Lord, hallelujah. 
for you to be in the house of the Lord this morning, you exercise willpower. Hallelujah. You exercise willpower. It's not easy to come to the house of the Lord, to wake up on a Sunday and come to the house of the Lord. You could have been anywhere else, somewhere else. The devil probably suggested to you, why don't you just sleep in today? Why don't you just do this today? Hallelujah. But you willed yourself and said, you know what? There is a table that's set for me. Let me go and eat from the table. Your willpower. Your willpower. Hallelujah. You can will yourself out of any, any, any bondage that the enemy might want to subject you to. And say, you know what? I have the power to overcome. You can will yourself because of what Christ has done in the garden. That's the first place that we see Christ shedding his blood. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at Isaiah 53 verse 5. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good this morning. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 53 verse 5. But he was what? Wounded for what? For our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are what? We are healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you came here not feeling well, I've come to tell you this. 2,000 years ago, when Christ went to the cross, when he died, hallelujah, when he was beaten and bruised, hallelujah, they took uh, this, uh, this, uh, this whip and whipped him 39 times, hallelujah. Uh, those that, are, that, that, that started medicine, they say diseases stem from about 39, uh, uh, they say about 39 roots pretty much are the foundation of all the diseases that you can ever uh, encounter, hallelujah. So 39 stripes was the number of stripes that Jesus got, meaning that he was, he, he, was, he, he, was, he was creating an antidote for every sickness, an immunization, a vaccine for any sickness that you can ever encounter. 39 times they lost Jesus. Hallelujah. There was nothing by coincidence. Hallelujah. It was a symbolism of something significant and powerful in your life. That sickness cannot hold you down. That no disease named in this earth or in the world to come will ever have power over your life. You are healed by his stripes. Hallelujah. So as a child of God, when you face sickness, you have to go up and say, God, I thank you because my healing. Now, faith, when we talk about faith, some say faith is doing something absurd or something nebula, something without thinking. But I, I differ a little bit because faith is very logical, right? Faith is very reasoned. You reason upon something. Faith is when you take two truths. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you say that the very truth of God says I am healed. Though I feel pain in my body. is the truth. Right? But my Bible then tells me in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. That everything that we see. Or the things that we do see. They were fashioned or formed by the invisible. Meaning then the word of God says what is more real? <laughs> the creator or the created. Hallelujah. What is more real? The word of God or the things that were created or the things that are evident of his word. It must be the word. 
when his word says you are healed by his stripes it means that you have to confront any feelings you might be feeling in your body and say I feel this way but my bible says by his stripes I am healed therefore sickness you have no power you have no legal right in me he purchased my healing 2000 years ago because of what he did I am healed hallelujah let God be true and every man be a liar. Let God be true and every circumstance be a lie. Hallelujah. You take true to truth and this is the truth that is, some, that is the truth above all truths. The word of God says he became flesh and he walked upon the earth. He became this word, healing, clothed itself and became, became flesh. Humbled itself, became flesh. It was wounded. It was bruised. And so that you and I can say to any sickness, it might be cancer. It might be HIV. It doesn't matter what it stems is from. Because when my Bible says, by its stripes you are healed, that's what it is. That settles it. Hallelujah. It's over there. Hallelujah. If you are here and you came not feeling well this morning, I want to tell you this. You will not leave this place without receiving your healing. Because Christ paid for your healing. Hallelujah. You will not go hungry to your next destination. Because your meal ticket has been paid. And it includes every benefit. Hallelujah. Christ paid for your meal ticket. They lashed him 39 times so that you and I can be healed. No sickness has the power over me. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Jesus was, healed, was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Don't you dare spend a night suffering out of peace. Because we hear the word of God saying, for our peace. It is your right to have peace. It is your right to have peace. The price was paid. Hallelujah. When you look at the receipt, you see that peace is included on your meal ticket. Hallelujah. When you look at your receipt, it's written there. Hallelujah. They, this is the evidence. This is the receipt. Ah, hallelujah. This is my receipt. My receipt tells me peace is included. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peace is included. My God. Peace is there. Healing is there. Hallelujah. My God, the devil is in trouble. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know what you bought? What you bought? Do you know what he bought for you? <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you know what he bought for you? Do you know what he purchased on Calvary? Do you know why he was in the garden sweating? Sweat that's, that looked like blood. Do you know why you, they were whooping him? Why they were wounding him? Why they were bruising him? Do you know why they were doing that? Because he had been presented an invoice. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the invoice said, these are the things that need purchasing. And he said, okay, what is the price? Then he said, I will pay the price. Hallelujah. He said, I will pay the price. And he paid the price. Now, we would have done him a disservice if you go there and he buys you your dessert and you leave it on the table. You would have done him a disservice if he buys you this meal and you go out of the restaurant hungry. Ah, 
You would have done him a disservice. My God. You would have done him a disservice. When the table is set, angels are ready to wait on you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he has tipped the angels already. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And for you to leave the house of the Lord, come to church and go to your home without you receiving what Christ has done for you, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse this morning. Hallelujah. Mommy said it right. God forbid. God forbid. Hallelujah. God forbid for you to leave the restaurant, to leave the house of bread hungry. Hallelujah. There will always be food on the table. There will always be food on the table. Hallelujah. He was beaten and bruised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ble bleeding from under his skin. He bled. Hallelujah. On the side for our iniquity. Hallelujah. We did not inherit weakness anymore. We inherited life and strength. We don't have the proclivity to sin, the propensity to do that which is evil. But I have everything in me, the willpower to do that which is good. I have the ability and my life has, has, has been positioned to be a life of peace. When circumstances come against you that want to rob your peace, speak to them and say, you know what? You will not steal my joy. You will not steal my peace. Because Christ paid for me to live in peace. Hallelujah. Amen. We had the case in the garden that they took a, a, a crown of thorns. They placed it upon the head of Christ. They took a, a plank. They pressed it hard on his head. They pressed it until the, the thorns pierced his brow. And blood began to come out of his cow. Hallelujah. Until he began to bleed from his head. There was blood everywhere. Blood on his back. Blood on his, on his brow. Why? Because my Bible tells me in the book of, God, of, 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 of Genesis, in the garden, the Lord says, you shall eat that which is of your sweat. Then the Lord Christ is saying, no more. I'm paying the price for your suffering. You don't have to toil no more. I'm paying the price for you to live a life of peace, a life where you don't have to toil no more. Suffering is over. You don't have to toil anymore. Christ paid the price. You don't have to labor anymore. Hallelujah. You don't have to sweat anymore because he's saying, I've done it for you. I've paid the price. Where you were supposed to suffer, you will not suffer anymore. Refuse a life of suffering. I don't want to live a life of suffering. Refuse a life of suffering. And say, Lord, you paid the price. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, shout for Jesus. Shout for Jesus. Say hallelujah. Shout for Jesus. Hallelujah. Suffering me. You have no hold on my life. Poverty, you have no hold on my life. Sleepless nights, you have no hold on my life. My God, he has provisioned for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Everything that you need. When you need a baby, the Lord is saying, you don't have to suffer anymore. Because I'm the Lord that opens wombs. 
He is the Lord that says, when you need a husband, you don't have to struggle no more. Because I struggled through your provision. When you need healing, you don't have to struggle anymore. You just have to receive. Because he has paid for it. Hallelujah. They took spikes. They placed them in his hands. They crucified him to a tree. They nailed him there. Hallelujah. So that the works of your hands might be blessed. Everything you touch will be blessed. Everything you touch will flourish. You'll be the head and not the tail. The works of your hands are blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Start that business. Start that ministry. Hallelujah. Start that project. Because your words are blessed. Start that business. Don't fear. What you put your hands to, it will prosper. Hallelujah. Rise fellowship. You will prosper. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Come on somebody. What you touch, it will flourish. Hallelujah. Sorrow only lasts for a while, but joy comes in the morning. Don't fear. Don't be intimidated by circumstances. When you look around this room and you say, Lord, where, is, where are the people? Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. What you put your hands to, the Lord will bless. Don't worry. Don't fret. Don't fear. You are called to a life of peace. They were stoning Stephen. And he said, I see the heavens open. And I see the Son of God standing at the right hand of the Father. And the word of God said, and, he, and, and, and Stephen fell asleep in the midst of death, in the midst of chaos. He was able to sleep. Can you sleep? Hallelujah. Can you sleep when your bank account has nothing in it? Because you trust his word. Because your receipt is saying you have been provisioned for. Every money, all the substance to carry this ministry to the next level. I decree, I declare it has been provisioned for. My Bible tells me, blessed are the feet of them that carry good news. Hallelujah. My feet are blessed where I tread the sole of my feet. My God, I possess as an inheritance. They bruised his, they took and they nailed his feet. I possess as an inheritance. I have a goodly heritage. I am a child of God. I am a possessor of heaven and earth. The gates of hell will not prevail against me. Hallelujah. They took a spear. They thrust it on the side of Jesus. And water and blood came out. The reason why water and blood came out, it means that his heart had ruptured. Christ's heart had exploded, in other words. His heart was, had, 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 had been broken. Why was his heart broken? Because for once, since eternity forever, since eternity, eternity, eternity before, the Son had existed with the Father. But this day we hear him saying, Father, Father, 
Why have you forsaken me? He was broken hearted because the father had turned his back on him. And his father had turned his back on him. Therefore he said, Father, why have you forgotten me? Why have you forsaken me? Christ was forsaken so that you can be accepted. Christ was neglected so that you can be received. Christ was, his back was turned on. He was turned, God turned his back on him so that he can accept you. Hallelujah. I have a a place at the table. We want to stand up to our feet. We would have done the Lord Christ a disservice if we don't claim what is ours. You would have done him a disservice if you don't receive what he paid for. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because he paid for everything. No more shall you suffer reject. No, no more shall you, shall, shall you suffer rejection. Because Christ was rejected so that you can be accepted. You have been seeking acceptance. The Lord is saying, I have accepted you. I have thrown away the stone of reproach from off your life. The stone of reproach has been, has been rolled away. The Lord says there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Who want to go before the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. My God, my God, receive what is yours. I claim what is yours. I take what is yours. Possess what is yours. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray this morning. Lord, we have a seat at the table. And Lord, at this table, you have provisioned my healing. You have provisioned provision. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Hallelujah. If you are sick, the healer is here. And he's saying, I've healed you. By my stripes, you are healed. Come on, somebody. If you are sick, the Lord wants to heal you. Make your way to the front. I will pray for you. We'll pray for you the healing of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 My God. Shut up, Okosamama. My child, come here. I want to rebuke that migraine headache. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I rebuke every allergy in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I rebuke every sickness in this place. In the name of Jesus. Father, we break the backbone of the devil. He has no right over your children. Therefore, lift up your hands and receive. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Lift up your hands and say, Father, I am healed by your stripes. I am healed by your stripes. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, what is mine is mine. What belongs to me belongs to me. Healing is mine. Yay! Yay! Shatamoko Satama. From the very top of your head to the very soles of your head, of your feet, you are healed. The provision of the Lord. I break right now every force of evil. 
I speak the will of the Lord. You will will to do good and you will do good. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come and pray where you are. Pray for your life. Pray for your life. Pray for your family. Speak the blood. I speak the blood. The blood pitches my salvation. The blood pitches my deliverance. I am healed. I am healed. In the name of Jesus. Receive migraine headache. I command you. In the name of Jesus. Lose and let it go. Lose and let it go. Lose and let it go. From today and onwards, you are healed in the name of Jesus. By the stripes of Christ, you were healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, claim your peace. Claim your peace. Claim your peace. Claim your victory. Come on, pray to the Lord and say, Lord, victory is mine. Hallelujah. 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 Every need is met in this place. Father, you are meeting every need according to your riches in glory. You are fulfilling every desire according to your word, oh God. Your word says you grant us the desires of our hearts according to your riches in glory. You know every desire. Some are seeking different things, Lord. Some are seeking papers. Some are seeking jobs. Some are seeking a breakthrough. This morning, Father, you have provisioned. You have placed. Lord, you have purchased their provision. In the name of Jesus, you are fulfilling every need. Every need. Every need. Every need. Hallelujah. He is mighty to do exploits. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, shout for Jesus. Shout for Jesus. Shout for Jesus. Exalt his name. Praise his name. 